0: What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Richardson. Once again, thank you for being on. I know we've done a few episodes together. How you been, man?
1: I've been pretty good, man. Um, Thank you again for having me, as I become your unofficial co-host every now and then. (laughs) Because when things go down, the first thing I do is try to hop onto it. I'm like, yo, can I get on? Because I just want to talk a little bit. So thanks. Thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah, of course. I appreciate having you on, man. Um, let's talk about your podcast, brother. You got a new episode, I think, today, actually. Yeah, there was
1: one that uh, uh, dropped yesterday. We were talking about all the events that happened at Comic-Con. So we covered that. And then we had our one-year anniversary of the podcast a week or so ago. Um, and for those who don't know, it's the Fandalorians, Teachers by Day, Nerds by Night, We're three public school teachers out in new york i've known mr mcdonald for almost 40 years mr g i've known about 23 started doing a podcast and here we are um it started off just covering a lot of the marvel stuff and the dc stuff and all that craziness And now it's branched onto all pop culture like this we're, we're recording another podcast we just put one in the books where we talked about uh, the Old Man, which is on FX, which is an outstanding show. None of these people wear it. None of these shows have costumes for you, for those who don't know. The Old Man on FX and The Bear on FX is incredible. It's about this restaurant. Uh, Yellowstone, if you're not watching Yellowstone, you miss it out. Like, there's some good content. If you pay for these streamers, watch some stuff. And uh, we introduced one of our new segment called, What's Going On In That Classroom? Where we discuss stuff that makes no sense, like, uh, the latest Will Smith manifesto that he released after he slapped Chris Rock. That video is insane. There's a lot of stuff. So we're just covering all the pop culture stuff and having a good time. Man.
0: It sounds like a blast, man. definitely Check out the Fan Great podcast. Great guys. Teachers by day, nerds by night. That's us. Yeah, definitely a great show, man. So, once again, i like to say thanks for being on. I appreciate having you on. I know last week we were supposed to do an episode, but I came down with a flu or something. You good? Uh, luckily, yeah. I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> there you um, go. I don't, right. I don't know what it was. If it was COVID. I don't know. Um, I have no idea what it was, but I'm feeling better. So I'm I'm back on and ready to do another episode, talking some more wrestling. So wow. you wow. said wow. you got some information about yeah. Mr. McMahon and what's been going. There's been a lot that has been going on in recent weeks. Um, so, uh, if you have any backstage information, would you uh, let us know what's going on? Not much of the backstage, but let me tell you this much. Um, I think
1: initially, your last episode mentioned the New Day breaking up, and I like, what? Let me get on there, but then before we <laughs> can even get on... The Vince thing dropped and now the New Day thing will have to come up like on my sixth or seventh appearance. Way too much stuff going on in front of it. That's just a friendly debate. This is insane. So I don't know if it's interesting for you, but I've noticed um, people have come up to me because they know I've been on your podcast a few times. And people realize on the Twitter world, like, oh, you're on the Fan and you're doing this. So, you know, wrestling and the people have asked. And I was noticing how no one, very few people know too much about McMahon. So I, I put the little notes together, just some things for the fans out there, for your fans who may just not know the history of wrestling like you and I both do. Um, so indulge me for one second, please. I'm just, you ready? This is what I do on my podcast all the time. I can't not do it, man. I can't not do it, Austin. Okay, cool. But um, for those of you who don't know, Vince's father owned the WWWF back in the 70s. And wrestling years ago was just territories. Like the South had their own little circuit, the West, the East, and every, everyone had their own little mini territories. And Vince bought out his father in 1982 with the idea of making this go national. That's how Vince started. We're talking about little Vince today again, because, you know, he's, he's gone now as we found out, and this is how it all started. The idea is his dad would never have let him buy that if he knew he was planning to pra- basically take out all the other territories. So he uses money to just buy out their stars. So in a territory, I forget which one he was in, but Hulk Hogan was in he bought him, paid for him to come just work exclusively for him. And then Andre and things like that. And obviously the territories were mad, but he took all the stars. Then he got syndication. He's national. So you can, it's not just the East coast. You watch them in California, everywhere in between. Um, And it's believed that, you know, many people believe WrestleMania Three, the one with Hogan versus Andre 93,000 in the Pontiac Silverdome I believe Was the one that really put everything on the map And then from there It's Became a billion dollar empire As you know all. Since the reason you have a podcast Because we're talking about this is Vince has done so much But as of June 22nd He has officially stepped down uh, Stephanie and Nick Codd are now the co-CEOs And it was announced recently that Triple H is now the head of creative like, how did you feel when you heard that he stepped down? When Vince stepped down? Yeah, when he, when he was officially gone, gone. Not the taking a step back phase that he did for a little bit, but then the allegations got too heated, so now he's gone, gone. How did you feel when, like, you heard it was he was done, done?
0: I wasn't shocked. I it coming. Um, now, obviously, people have been saying that Vince has stepped down for years. For it to actually happen is shocking. But with all the information that has been coming out, it it, it, it didn't surprise you know Mm -hmm. i think this was his only option i don't think there was any way of this so yeah am i I... surprised am i surprised no i'm not um is it time for him to step down yes seven years old regardless of you know what happened it is time to step down it is time for somebody else to take over wwe needs a change So, I'm I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah, no, and I uh, I agree with you, like we always do. I think my first podcast I was on, my first podcast I came on with you, I expressed how I was down on the product because it just, you know, and I don't like to knock something down to build something up because I like AW more at the time. But the bottom line is, it just wasn't for me anymore. Not saying it wasn't fun and entertaining and my kids maybe, my younger kids were getting into it more than I was. It just wasn't for me, which is fine. I said before, my son listens to like, uh, hip-hop music that it's just not for me. <laughs> I'm not the demographic. And I felt WWE was just not for me anymore, which is totally fine. Um, So when I heard he stepped down, again, I appreciate everything he did, but you know, this isn't, I mean, look, this isn't the 80s anymore where men in positions of power can kind of say what they want to who they want when they want and there was no consequences like that's how it was in the 80s 90s. and honestly it still happens somewhat today but it's hard now because and not that they should have done it anyway but you could get away with that stuff back then now uh, you're writing checks they're coming for you and he did some things that he shouldn't have and you know this is the best way to walk away from it but outside of that um I'm happy for the change. Like you said, he was 77 years old. Like, you know, and some of the stuff he was doing that I could just see, like, that's not funny. And you could see the differences when you would watch NXT run by triple H versus the main shows, you know? So uh, I was shocked that he did it. Cause I thought it would never happen. I literally thought it was over his dead body moment. Shocked. I, you know, he's danced around so many things in the past. I said on your last podcast, but shocked, but, uh, I'm happy for a change, though.
0: Yeah, definitely me too, man. It, it's it's about new. I think we are definitely starting to see change already um, with SummerSlam this past Saturday night. Oh, yeah. It was definitely uh, different than the previous SummerSlams, but it was different in a good way, you know. Um, how do you feel about it? Did you watch SummerSlam at all? Oh,
1: yeah, I... I... Once this happened and we didn't know right away who was running creative, you know, it was just kind of, okay, Stephanie's in charge, Nick Khan's in charge. And I barely could remember who he was at this point. I know what he does, but, you know, he wasn't like a name name. Um, and I had been in and out, but then it dropped at whatever day it dropped that Triple H was in charge of creative. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this. So I turned on the first couple of the SmackDowns and Raw's and I understand there's a leeway because, remember it's Vince's storylines up into SummerSlam. So Triple H may be in charge but he has to close out whatever Vince had started cuz you can't just completely shift it before the main pay-per-view. So my mind I'm like okay, you know Monday and Friday, the you know leading into it the go home shows. I expected what I expected. But for me I want I was dying to see what he did at SummerSlam with you know with the pen in his hand and Monday as well the Monday Night Raw, which was also the other day too. So yeah, I was, I was in you watched it too, correct? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't, I didn't really watch SummerSlam. A lot of it. I see maybe, maybe two or three matches. Um, I was out that night and then came home and, and tuned it on. I did see the main event, but other than that, um, maybe two or three matches before that, but not.
1: I watched it with my um 11 year old. She's interesting. I have, I've, for those of you who don't know, I have an 18-year-old who's leaving for college soon. I have a 17-year-old who's going into her senior year of high school, and I have an 11-year-old. And the older two wasn't, never really were too interesting in and out. My 11-year-old's in deep. She loves it. So, And it was a weird day where she had to sleep over the night before, so she took like a seven-hour nap during the day. So she was able to stay up all night to watch it for once because normally <laughs> she's too young. So she sat through the whole thing, and she was into it the whole time. Um. My takeaway from it, you could see the changes from Triple H subtle. It wasn't blatant, but it was subtle. Um, uh, here are the biggest changes. I jotted down a couple of notes. because I know you saw a couple of matches, but for you and for your audience who is listening, here's the things I noticed that just made me go, okay, this is different. This isn't the same thing. The first thing I noticed right off the bat, before we even get to the matches, um, If you're handing out trophies, you got to hand out one to uh, Michael Cole because this was Michael Cole unleashed where no one was talking in his ear the whole time. And the stuff he was saying, you could tell was different. And there was a line. It was an exchange. And I know you didn't see this part, but I'm going to read it to you because I actually went back, found it and wrote it down for your podcast where Corey Graves says to Michael Cole, I like you better when you didn't have an opinion. And then Cole's response was, "Yeah, that's changed. A lot has changed." And I'm like, "Ooh, they just cutting into it. Like they didn't even, you know, sugarcoat what was happening." He said, "Wrestling, you know, Vince has a list of famous words that he doesn't want people saying." Right, right. It's a like, and so. um he say, yeah, uh, Michael Cole said wrestling a few times. Actually, you know, he's a great wrestler. Wrestler that never comes up. I heard that. I'm like, oh, that's one. That's new. And the bigger one, he kept saying WWE fans. He had dropped the universe out at least a couple times. When you know that's like a mortal sin for Vince. No, no, it's always a WWE universe, which I always thought was weird, but whatever. He switched it to fans. I think he said uh, he's coming for the belt once. You know, Vince has a thing about the belt. Like There were terms being used that I noticed right away. Um. So I noticed that change.
0: Yeah, I I think we're gonna start realizing how good of a a commentator Michael Cole is. You know, he yes. he was good with Vince McMahon being in his ear, but now he's unleashed. He can say what he wants. He kind of I feel like he has more freedom now. And yeah. Corey is great too. It's just weird they didn't have to
1: promote commercials every five seconds. Like it was just you could hear him talk. I'm like, look, you and I are doing a podcast right now. Imagine someone talking in their ear while we're trying to do this. I can't imagine that, you know. And so it—it's just seeing him unleash like that was just different. Yeah,
0: he's yeah for criticism as he gets, he, hes definitely a great commentator. Yes, he ain't. I mean, he's not no Pat McAfee. He's not. A, he's not no Corey no. Graves. No, he or does.
1: old school JR, or even right. Bobby the Brain from when I was young, because I'm an older vet. He's not one of those, but he's definitely like in the conversation as one of the best. And yeah, we're gonna find out, you know, within the next month or so or whatever, what he can really do because he's never had to work. He's never worked with this kind of freedom. I'm sure Hunter's saying something, but like, damn, I'm certain he's not talking the whole time.
0: Yeah, I mean. I think, like I said, I think people are going to start realizing how good of a commentator Michael Ku is now, and I, I think he, he won't get as much criticism now because have somebody constantly in his ear, you know, yeah. telling him what to say. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Um, and one other thing I mentioned: Did you get to see the Miz and Logan Paul?
0: I seen highlights of it, but, and you know, I'm not the biggest Logan Paul fan. I'm not the biggest Jake Paul fan, but. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but honestly, man, Logan I think Paul. I'm,
1: go ahead. I'm Logan, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Logan Paul actually impressed me. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually impressed with how good he was in the ring. Now, he, that match at Mania with the Miz as, as a tag team or whatever. I that, that think, if I'm not mistaken. Right. But he right. was actually impressive during that match. And I did say, you know, if Logan pull off another match and he's actually impressive that maybe you know him credit maybe he, he I will you know say he does belong in a WWE ring and this past Saturday night on SummerSlam he was impressive
1: we were um I think I think you and I talked about this too it's funny how it's all coming to fruition but the last one of our conversations I've been here on a couple times was about like you know I, I and I and I, I do this on the the Fandelions podcast I can admit when I'm wrong and as much as it's tough for me, because I'm a self-centered, self-obsessed egomaniac, I can totally admit what I'm wrong. I, you know, I don't like Logan Paul, Jake, don't care. My right. kids are younger. Obviously, they see them more in the social media thing. I'm like, who's this? You know, I don't even know who they are. Um, and then we both agreed he did a great job at WrestleMania. And I was waiting to see what was happening. So I, I, the Raw beforehand, Lagan, they, they tried to flip it. So Miz turned on him. So they try to make Logan Paul the face, right? Right. That was their, that was their angle. But he got booed out of the building on Monday or Friday, whenever he was on TV. I watched this man go because I watched, I got, I actually watched that. He went to the ring. They literally booed him in the ring by the end of the match. The booze had turned the cheers, and the audience was like standing and cheering for him. He flipped the crowd. Now, much respect has to go out to the Miz because it's the Miz. The Miz does such great heel work that he can get anyone over because he's that good. And you know me, Mike skills and can you sell? I'm always that's my thing. The Miz is much better than people sometimes give him credit for because, and somehow he got knocked into this weird goofy role. Once he did the whole Dancing with the Stars thing, suddenly he became oh he's gonna be the goofball. We're not gonna take him seriously. I don't know. Maybe he'll get out of that. But the Miz himself did a great job, and Logan Paul has such athletic talent. Uh, he's good on the mic and he sells. And you know, I've said it before. I like people who can talk and they can sell. He was selling so much stuff. Like you would not believe. I was stunned how good he was. I really was.
0: Yeah, and, and you know it's 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 crazy to say you know we're actually. Praising Logan Paul right now. Um, yes,
1: I feel like I'm in a bizarre world. I mean, I don't understand. Have I been drinking? This makes no sense. But yes, yeah, I'm praising Logan
0: Paul. It's it's crazy, and that's the that's the big thing is that Logan Paul, you know, YouTube sensation, whatever social media star. I was really concerned of how they're going to get him over as a baby face. and because nobody really likes Logan Paul. Yeah, he's right. Coming in, he's coming into a world. You know, out
1: of uni- yeah. That universally normally does not like regular people coming in. Like uh, WWE likes getting the attention, the mainstream, ESPN, you know, whoever covers it. But the fans, like you and I, who generally are there, aren't. At least me personally, I speak for myself. But I don't know how you feel. I'm not always like, okay, there. Who's this star? It's one of the people from the Jackass show wrestling. Ugh, I guess. Like, I'm not. I'm never into anyone coming into this world because it to me it comes off disingenuous to getting spots from other people. I don't know, it's just weird. So when he came in and for him to be this good, to look like, I think what it comes down to, like I wanted it to look like they tried and not coming into it thinking, oh, this will be no problem. I'm an athlete, I've done this, I'm a piece of cake.
0: Oh, he put in work. like you can tell. Um, I was very impressed. Yeah, And that was the big thing I was concerned. How much work is he actually going to put in? You know, how good is this going to look? Right. Because before this match, like you said, he was getting booed every second when it came to the Mm -hmm. arena. Yeah. And I thought, there's no way this is going to look good. No way he he can get over as a baby face. The the Miz couldn't help him. that, That was my mindset going into all of this. But now with his in ring skill. Work he's put in, maybe he can possibly be over as a baby face.
1: I think so. Like his talent got him over. And then they also got, you know, they got the I don't know if you got to see this part, they might have had in the highlights, but during the match, uh, uh, Chapa, not what's his name, uh, Uh, Tommaso Campa Campa. Sorry, I misspoke. Uh, he was at ringside initially. And he was kind of getting a little bit involved in the match. So we had the obligatory ref sees him almost cheat and kicks him out of the arena says, you got to leave. You got to leave. And so, you know, the crowd goes nuts. They always do that in some of these matches. Gets the crowd pumped up again because the Miz's, you know, extra advantage just has to leave. Uh, but uh, Campo does what I have never seen anyone do in recent memory. I don't know if you can. And you probably can see the part. He refused to go. Like he was like, nope, he put up a, I don't know if he put out a chair, but he literally got on the ring side and was like, nope, not leaving, not leaving, which never happens because they always leave. That's the gimmick, right? So then the music hits, AJ comes out, AJ Styles, and they, and he beats him down and drags him away. So in the middle of the match, they now have branched off the feud with AJ and him going forward, which they carried over to Monday, actually. Um yes. and it still got the crowd going like in the low back up, gave him chance to rest. Like, this is something different, that's what I'm saying. I they normally don't do this.
0: Yeah, this was on Monday, right?
1: Yeah, no, no, during the SummerSlam match.
0: I must have missed that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the highlights they didn't show it. But Campbell was at ringside with the Miz. The ref that he tried to punch Logan Paul or something, and then uh the ref caught him told him to leave he refused to go which i'm saying is the new like a triple h they don't leave they always leave the ref makes them does this dramatic point down the aisle and the fate the the heel gets mad and stomps the crowd goes wild. he's like nope not leaving so then aj came out and got him and so you got that you have aj now supporting him my point of all this and long-winded is like that's another way to get him over as a face because you have aj who's beloved out here helping Logan Paul in his match by removing the obstacle that's preventing him from winning.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely missed that part. I'm glad be in because that was something that I missed. Um, yeah. So that's a short moment, but it, it, it was big. Yeah. That, that does make sense for Monday then, because when I yes. seen match and seen AJ and Tommaso camp, I was a little bit confused. So that does make sense though. Now that she filled me in. Yes. Um, Monday night Raw though, I thought was really cool. Um, it felt different. You know, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a, a Vince McMahon show. Yeah. And
1: before, wait, wait, before we get there, we got to talk Brock Roman, though.
0: You oh, <laughs> can't leave yeah. it. I forgot about Brock and Roman. Oh, no, don't, don't
1: walk away. No. What, what did you think? I know you saw, you got on to see that one.
0: Yeah, I, I did see that one. I'm glad you reminded me. I was definitely going to just jump over to Raw. Um, oh, no, no, no. That was,
1: oh, yo, my man, the ring got lifted up. We can't let it go.
0: Right. We can't um, walk away. This was that was insane. Um, what do you think? Other than other than the ring being lifted, there wasn't much talk about um, typical Brock and Roman match. I thought, um, I wasn't for it to be honest. You know, the ring being lifted up, I honestly feel bad for the people in the front row that had to stare at the bottom. Yeah, the match
1: that, I don't know if they could see the camera up above.
0: Yeah. Um, uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, because I was thinking when I watched, I'm like, okay, how are they watching? My daughter's like, oh, they can see the camera. I'm like, no, from where they're sitting, they can't see that giant screen above them. It's probably directly above them. Yeah, they yeah. were like, what up? Like, what's happening? That that must have been annoying. But like,
0: yeah, like people, you know. But honestly, that really point out is the fact that the the ring got lifted up. And they, they fought out the outside through half that match.
1: I um see here's the thing we do we disagree. I actually really liked it, and I was actually on here going Ugh, another one. I don't want to see another one. I can't. it's the same thing over and over again. Um, I don't know. It was something about it. Maybe the more of the brutality of it, the near finishes where they kept getting uh you know back up, and then the fact that Roman was just on fire. Roman is is it's interesting to watch him catch a beat down because he has he has a great expression of when he's getting like shocked the guy kicks out um the brutality in it some of it and first of all and honestly Paul Heyman taking a bump I haven't seen Paul Heyman taking a bump since the ECW days that enough was like oh my god Paul Heyman just took a bump cuz he got knocked thrown through a table
0: yeah uh, that, that, that. See, I didn't expect Paul Henry to take a bump either. I no, he Henry never does.
1: He's, he's he's old. He's old he's up there. I liked it. Like I enjoyed it. If it's the final one and they had to do one more and we both understand that, you know, it was supposed to be Randy Orton and they kind of were kind of caught up and it is what it is and Hunter's in charge. I'm pretty sure he's not coming back for a wrap up, a final one a tank, you know, I, I actually enjoyed it. I didn't like the finish. The finish made zero sense to me. Um, Because of the fact that they were counting, the ref started counting as they were continuing to put stuff on top of Brock. I get it. I know what it is. It's a show. I understand that. But I need consistency. You can't have in the match where, like, I don't know, Brock's on top of Roman, punching him in the face. We're not going to count until he stands away from him. Now we're going to count to 10. But Brock is on the ground. They're grabbing everything at ringside to stack on top of him. And the ref is counting while they're throwing chairs and tables on top of him.
0: Yeah, I and noticed
1: that. I, yeah, that pissed. That made me mad. I'm like, come on. Don't just either let him. And I get it. They want to show that, you know, that he's still superhuman. The finish bothered me because keep it consistent. If they're not counting when there's physical contact, you know, when when Brock has him in like a, an arm bar or whatever he had him in, they weren't counting until he let go and moved away. So he can't do that. You noticed the two,
0: right? Yeah, I noticed the two. I noticed that when they were putting the stuff on top of Brock, the referee was counting the three. Yeah. Um, I didn't just, even know uh, until like, he, they were
1: still throwing stuff, all of a sudden the bell rang. I'm like, that's it? What happened? I didn't even notice he was counting.
0: Yeah, the, they weren't very clear on that. Um, so, no, so no, the finish to me I expected Brock to go over in this match. I expected him to come out as champion. And I did say before that if, if Brock didn't win, then what is the payoff to this? But I guess in a way it makes sense. Um, I don't know. I wasn't too thrilled with theory coming out. It no. makes se- kind of makes sense, being that he's he's been kind of in the storyline as well, just kind of on the side.
1: But all he did was catch a whooping and then didn't even show up the next day. On yeah, but I, and you know you know what the worst trope in wrestling again we know what it is, but bot when. The person with the money in the bank uh suit uh case comes out and can't seem to convince the ref that they're cashing it in for like enough time for them to get punched out it doesn't count. Like <laughs> he's always you know what I'm saying? He's hand they hand it to the ref. The ref looks confused, like what you're giving this to me? Yes, cash in what like the ref always is confused for like 30 seconds, like what you know what the hell he's doing. You- you've seen the show. Like, how do you not and again, man? I know I get it. I know it's wrestling, I understand. But it's certain tropes, even in the movie we talk about in the Phantom Lawyer, there's certain things where I'm just like, come on. I, there's certain tropes that just drive me nuts. And nothing is worse to me than the heel trying to cash in the money to bank thing. And the ref does not seem to understand that what they're doing enough for
0: them to get punched so the cash in doesn't count. Drives me nuts. You know, it's funny because somebody actually pointed that out on social media about how oh. frustrated they were with the same thing. I hate it. It drives me nuts it doesn't make any sense. No. I honestly yeah, yeah. thought that theory was going to cash in though. Um I did too though.
1: That's what I thought the finish would be.
0: When when I heard the entrance music, I thought here we go, Theory's going to pull a Seth Rollins in. We're going to have a new champion. Now technically, I don't think the cash in was successful. Um no. I, I I don't I don't think he even cashed in. I I don't think the like theory was even added to the match.
1: No, I think he was handing it to the ref. The ref was again completely confused as to what's happening. Why are you handing me this green case? Why would you do this now? What's that? You know, he was confused. And then he got popped by one of them. I think Brock laid him out and then it didn't count. So, yeah, I don't think he was officially included, though the case was used to whoop on Brock towards the end, but I don't think he was officially in it.
0: He yeah, just he, laid there a for, he laid there for like a solid 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah. I hate that trope, man. I really do. It's it's funny, but it's just like, come on,
1: man. You know what he's doing? Either make the ref like be on the other side of the ring; he can't get to him. Something just do, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, but and so, like I said, we and you know, he, he he got the beat down. He laid out there for twenty minutes. and He was beaten so bad he didn't show up the next day for Raw, which you were started saying earlier was one of the better ones you've seen. Yeah,
0: I definitely thought it was. Uh, it was different, you know. There was two triple threat matches. There was a solid wrestling. They got a lot um, to cover. So I I definitely felt that it was different, you know. Um, And you filled me in with the AJ and Tommaso Campa. So that definitely makes sense in the end.
1: Yeah, it's just weird they were in both – once I saw they were in both triple threats, I'm like, all right, well, it has to end with them together because they got a little heat from last night. I didn't think he would go over, though, you know, and then – uh, but I thought that was good as well. And then, you know, I dug that, I actually found this before I got on here with you. Um, did you get a chance to hear the ratings from last night? No, I did not. All right, ready? I, I pulled it up for you. So I was doing some research, man. I was getting some stuff done. I was waiting for my kid to come home. It was just on the computer. So 2.2 uh, million people watched Raw last night. That is the most since March 20th, 2020. And that was the pandemic empty arena show, like at the beginning of everything. So. This is their biggest rating in you know or two years. That's, that's
0: outstanding. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how sustainable it is. I think part of it you're looking at curiosity because you know Hunter's booking it is that post SummerSlam thing. Um, also, there was no commercials in the first hour, so that was also they had a commercial-free first hour. That's different. Yeah. And. And I don't know if you noticed it too. We didn't get the normal post pay-per-view. Let's just do a rematch of everything that just happened on Sunday on Monday. So if we didn't watch it on pay-per-view. We're just going to do the exact same thing and run it back, which is what
0: Vince always seemed to do. Yeah. It... Go ahead. With Vince, it's, it's definitely seemed repetitive. You know, with last with uh, Monday night, it's, it, it seemed new, something fresh. Um, two triple threat match, something you rarely ever see. No, never. Um, yeah. Bailey returning, which I thought was cool. Yes, definitely. Nikki Lynch is now a baby face.
1: Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that match, too, last night uh, on, or on SummerSlam. But basically, it ended where, you know, um, she lost the match clean. But when Bailey and her crew came out to antagonize, um, uh, lost her name. Bianca Belair. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I should know that. And then she got up and kind of helped her at the end of SummerSlam. So then then she came out and gave the face speech. And it's almost like they did some course correcting of stuff that just Vince making her a heel, which most people just really did not get it because she was so over as a face. Triple H and one night said, all right, we're going to have you end, but just give a grateful handshake at the end of the match because she lost and then defender. And now your face again. Yes, it was.
0: You know, that was good as well. Yeah, it definitely seems like Triple H is correcting things. Yes, and not even holding back about it. Honestly, I liked Becky Lynch as a, as a heel. I actually liked this. I wasn't a big fan of Becky Lynch. Like, I wasn't a big fan of the man gimmick, to be honest.
1: Hmm. Yeah, as a obsessed Ric Flair fan. Yeah, me either. I didn't like it. I feel like that's his term. I... I did like her more, you know, and part of me liking her more as a face because my daughter was in love with her as a face. So it's, it was a little bit more yep. when she turned the heel. My kid, my kids, upset. It was different. So I, I, but I get your point. I did like the heel thing, but um, they're improving the the women's division. Those three are coming back. Need another face on the show. I don't mind it, you know. I I, I don't mind it, but yeah. I, I get
0: your point though. I I could go either way with it. That's true. Right. She can, either way. You know, she's still yeah. good. Great. So it it definitely, it, it, Monday Night Raw was a definitely a different feel for me. Um, the question is whether they can keep this momentum going. It, it, because it seems like when WWE is so high up, they can have the momentum one week and then just slowly crash down. I think if you just do things,
1: you know, if they keep doing things that are different, like we said. Listen, let's suppose Vince wasn't, you know, didn't do the craziness that he did. You and I both know Bobby Lashley would be facing off against. Um, uh, <laughs> who uh, yeah. Look. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm losing the words. Uh, it would be Bobby versus Theory. The tag team titles would have been on the line again. It would have been the same thing the next day. And then not only that, Hunter spent the entire Raw Elevating the US title to matter, like it was montage after montage of the history of the title to make it more important than what it's been for a long time. Hopefully, he does it with the Intercontinental one soon, too. Yeah, and to the point where these guys just the legacy that they, they, they name names of people who are in other companies, they normally don't even do that, and then, like you said, like I was saying about difference, Bobby Lashley versus um Campo, who we know. Wasn't probably Vince has a thing for people who aren't the giant monster type. Yes, getting man. getting the ending get him versus Bobby wasn't something I would have predicted either. So can they keep it different? Twenty uh, two two point two million, not twenty two two point two million viewers. I, I don't know. I, I'm very curious about SmackDown. See if he can continue this.
0: Can too. You know what SmackDown gonna be like? You know SmackDown we've said it's a two hour show. Um. I'm curious to see what they do. I'm maybe. curious to see what, what uh, Roman and, and Drew McIntyre can do. Yes, yeah, because we got to hype towards
1: that. And that, like, and he's in his hometown. Could he lose it? You know, um, and then maybe they're going to do something similar with the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, would they run another triple threat over there to just build towards making that title matter or maybe stay there for a couple of weeks? Because, ready, here's what's happening. I actually care about other stuff that doesn't involve Roman Reigns on Monday and he wasn't even there. You know, and then they're teasing the um the breakup of um um tag team uh street, street profits. yeah I'm, yeah, I'm lo- yeah, it's, it's late, man. I'm losing it. But no, it's the, fine. Teasing the, the teasing uh the teasing the breakup of them they they had a lot going on that didn't involve Roman for once. Like you said, I'm very curious about Friday. Can they keep momentum going and then start building this Roman
0: uh, uh, feud that's coming up? Yeah, it definitely feels like it's not centered. The bloodline, the Usos, or even Theory, because we didn't see Theory this past Monday either, which was kind of cool because it, it kind of seems like Theory is shoved down our throats week after week, because that was a Vince guy. Yes,
1: that line from Roman. I don't know if you saw that on Raw the other day. Um. But, I, um, yeah,
0: I did. Um, your show, daddy's that, not here more.
1: Yes, that was I laughed. Now I wasn't watching Raw Live at the time because I was running around, but then someone hit me a text like you gotta see what he did, you gotta go. And I had a DVR, so I ran it back. I'm like, oh my god, I started laughing
0: out loud. That was a great one. Yeah, that line was was solid. It was uh it was great because um you know, obviously maybe theory won't get this big giant push that we've been expecting. You know, you've said it before, I think, or maybe it was somebody else, but maybe theory isn't the plan. Maybe Hunter has plans.
1: Yeah, maybe he just like I said he had to finish out whatever Vince had cooked up for SummerSlam because and maybe tweak it along the way, but he couldn't just I don't change all the main events whatever. But since since he's been involved theory called a beat down from brock i think on a monday and then on friday he went to smackdown and roman beat him down then he went to Summerslam and got beat down by both of them more or less and now he's gone so maybe he's just not gonna be part of it maybe they'll let him do a cash in and fail and then he'll go to the back of the line but who knows it's here's the thing and i think you and i are both agree on this part um we don't know and normally with WWE, we kind of knew. Like, you could kind of see where things are going. It's very rare something catches you off guard. It's just kind of like, all right, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Okay. And more or less, we're on the same track. Every now and then, a surprise. I have no idea what's coming. And I think the idea of the fact that neither of us know what they're going to do and what can happen is what's make what's making it somewhat exciting
0: versus what we've been used to for a very long time yeah i definitely think that it's making people tune in a lot more to see what's going to happen um, I, I don't know what they'll do with theory um honestly like whenever he first became the you know the money in the bank holder i definitely thought it was a big deal. they could have gave it to seth Rollins. they could have gave it to anybody right so um whatever they do with theory remains to be seen um i i definitely f- I say Vince made a mistake, you know. Obviously, like I said, theory was basically if 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 Vince wants to push theory to the moon, he's gonna do it. Regardless of what anybody thinks or right or who now he's not in control, you know, so we could definitely see something else.
1: That'll be good. Like I said, that's it's interesting to not know and be able to predict what's going to happen because for the longest time it's been predictable. Some and what I mean by stale, which is predictability. Stale basically saying it's stale, it's just the same thing over and over again. You know where it's going, you know the rematches, you know, the big person. It's gonna be two monsters versus each other, and this, that, you know, and then the guys from NXT that you love will get to raw and they will crash and burn because Vince now has control of them. And that's not the case anymore. And, and like you said, when when they said Trump, uh, Triple H is in charge of creative, and most, of any wrestling fan, loved NXT, the original version, 1.0. And it many times their pay-per-view on a Saturday would blow away whatever WWE did on Sunday night. It was a talk of the town, the matches, everything, everything was the best. And then, you know, he lost control of it, blah, blah, blah. Now you're giving them the keys to everything, I'm telling you. Like I, everyone's tuning in for excitement because this could this be like the NXT version of SmackDown and Raw, you know? And that's what everyone's hoping for.
0: It's, it's definitely refreshing. And I've actually, it's funny you mentioned NXT because I actually watched a little bit of NXT tonight. It was actually decent for, for the first time in a while. You can definitely feel it as a triple H show again.
1: Oh, uh, um, yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't watch it. It was good.
0: Yeah, it was actually... I, I got
1: so good at so soon at tuning it out and not even paying attention, I kind of forgot it was even on. So it was, yeah. oh,
0: okay, good. Yeah, I barely even, even watch NXT anymore. Now, this is the right. first time I've watched probably a couple of years, since even before since the rebrand, the, since the 2.0 stuff. I just never really got around to watching it. And everybody said, you know, years ago it was good. It was until Triple H, you know, left and Vince took over and then it was, it was bad again. Mm-hmm. Now... Tonight, I, I actually watched it for the first, but it's actually pretty decent. Um, really? It feels like a Triple H show again.
1: I'm going to have to look. I'm gonna have to check into it. I'm going to have to watch. I think it's still DVR to my thing because I never turned it off, but it would build up and I would just delete because I'm not going to watch this. I wasn't interested because um, the guys I like would go out, get called up, and then that's the end of them because now suddenly they're in a weird costume and it's just like, that's not, we changed their name. You know, it's just weird. Um, but that's interesting. I, you know, I didn't even think about NXT. I'm going to have to check it out.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely... It seems like it's a lot better than what it used to be. And I was surprised because of how bad it's been in recent months. Considering Absolutely. how good it was in the beginning, you know.
1: That's good. I'll have to check it out, definitely.
0: You know, NXT's the the brand that people want to watch. Everybody said, you know, NXT was the main roster. NXT was the main show yeah. people to watch.
1: Yeah, you I know. know I know it must have pissed Vince off a little bit, but yeah, that's all... When they had those same weekends as Survivor Series or something, it would be like, alright, I'll watch that on whatever the WWE Network at the time on Saturday. And then, yeah, I'm going to watch what was on Sunday too, but I knew Saturday was like the show that's going to be fun. The show where if anyone who was a casual wrestling fan came in the room they would have seen stuff to make them sit and stay. But the main WWE show wasn't always like that. So now, you know, that's what we're hoping for.
0: It's like that now. You said about the call-ups, you know, people come up to the main roster and instantly get buried or name change or whatever. It, it definitely makes you wonder if that's going to happen now with Triple H being in control. You know, will this happen again? Could could we see a change, you know? Um I, I definitely don't think that's going to happen. I definitely think that Triple H is going to push these guys the way they need to be pushed.
1: Yeah, I, I really... I mean, he's got... And when you think about it, it's kind of like... It's like you get a brand new business and um, it's at the bottom floor. Like, Raw, Raw and Smack have been considered weak wrestling for most people for a while now outside of the roman thing for the most part even the funnier things didn't really hit anymore um and then coming off the allegation things like that stockholders are like hey listen just do something <laughs> you just have to do something so he has experience been given the keys and they're already like rock bottom more or less so it can only
0: get better yeah it definitely seems that way um rock bottom is strong but you know what i mean you know what I right. mean. <laughs> yeah I, I definitely get you um It's exciting, exciting to actually say, you know, WWE's actually could be decent within the next coming months that maybe WWE could climb, get get out of that wall they back themselves into. Maybe they can actually compete with AEW. Um, I don't know. I think things are, because AEW, you know, obviously as good as it is, it's been at the top for a long time now. Maybe WWE can climb, slowly climb that ladder. And we can actually get some good competition.
1: Yeah, there there was an argument. I mean, online they were talking about, oh, well, you know, will this be good for AEW? And everyone was saying, oh, it's bad for AEW. No, it's great because you have to step up now. Because my thing between both these companies, I thought the wrestling was better in AEW. But the stories were really, really poor in AEW. Like outside of one or two things, it's just as a match. The storylines and things like that, I didn't think were well done unless Jericho was involved, unless Kingston was involved, you know, uh, you know punk. But like any other small stories, it was not given enough time. I think part of it, too many wrestlers, you're on once every four weeks, whatever. The problem with Raw and SmackDown was both that the wrestling was bad and I thought the, um, the storylines were poor outside of the Roman stuff. So then there was, you know problems all around across the board And that's just my opinion now you got the storylines at least on for raw and again i know it's two days of smackdown so i mean that's smackdown SummerSlam and in this i get it. it's not a lot of to, to, to rate everything on but storylines it seemed to be more concise the matches look better it wasn't as predictable even in them that the aj finish in that first triple threat was ridiculous and then let's see what they're doing on friday um AEW, you know maybe they'll get their story straight maybe they'll sit down and focus on making compelling stories and like you said competition if we're all if they're two magicians trying to outdo each other we're just going to be entertained so that's why i want both of them to just try to outdo each other and we'll both just enjoy
0: it right it's it's if you're a, a pro wrestling fan you know people say this is bad for AEW, but it's good if you're a wrestling man i oh. think
1: competition's great
0: when you take when you like WCW versus WWE, you know, kind of makes you think of that.
1: Yeah, though AEW is not even close to that level yet. But oh no, 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 not at all. But I know what your point is. Like, if there's someone knocking, because because ready, uh, Impact Wrestling wasn't really knocking. New Japan Wrestling isn't really knocking. Outside of like the people who are hardcore, I you know, I don't be I don't track it down that much. It's not on a cable television like or a network, whatever. AEW was knocking. They went head to head with NXT and won. You know, and then and so this is a chance like, okay, look, they've stepped up. I'm curious. This is literally one of the biggest things about this week is wondering what AEW is going to do on Wednesday because I feel like they're going to do something because they Raw has run the headlines from Vince leaving the Triple H being promoted to the entire weekend. So even uh, apparently, NXT let today. So AEW now has Wednesday to themselves. Okay, what are we doing? What are we going to do? to get the get the headlines and if they're trying to get the headlines, maybe hopefully nothing crazy, but just move things forward for them, that's all good for us. You know, that's it. Let's see, let's do something. Let's steal the thunder for Wednesday, Thursday.
0: And then oh, Friday at 10. You know they're definitely gonna stop it. Um yeah no, no, no doubt in my mind they're gonna try something. Um they they have to yes they do. And, you know, Tony Khan knowing Tony Khan he's not gonna let this go.
1: No, they need to put Adam. I mean, Adam Cole's got to get on TV because right now the buzz is like, if all those people hadn't left, they'd be like pushed to the moon. WWE Adam Cole will be for a champ. You know, that's all the just the talk out there. And everyone's talking blah, blah, blah. So, you know, Tony Khan has all these toys. um, So I guarantee we'll see Adam Cole. As in, look, 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 look what we're doing with him. We're doing great stuff with him. He doesn't need to go back. That kind of message on Wednesday night. You know, and, and and other people too. So who knows?
0: Yeah, there's definitely rumors. Um, they could be getting some new signees with their stack roster. Now, they, like you said, they definitely need Adam Cole They could use Kenny Omega. They get yeah. Back. Um, cause, it's a bad time for them to have a bunch of injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know that they lost Jeff Hardy. Yeah, he's going through a lot of stuff now. Um. Who else? Uh. They got Moxley, so, you know. They Jericho. They got Kingston. But right. They definitely star power.
1: Punk's hurt, and uh, uh, Brian uh, Danielson, uh, uh, Brian Danielson, came back. Just came back. So yeah, yeah. They people coming off the injured list helps, but you know, getting stories together, getting everything in place. It, it was a bad time for them to have injuries, and you know. But yeah, it's, it's gonna be exciting though.
0: Yeah, uh there's Sasha Banks and Naomi signing with AEW, but and that's been for a few weeks, but now it's been reported that they could uh you know fix their deal with WWE, maybe they can come back I think and and do you know uh fix the problems with WWE. That's, that's more for WWE and less for AEW. Um, oh yeah, definitely.
1: Sasha's crazy. Sasha is like, so good
0: like 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 you said though you know we people to come back you know um a Naomi signing would be great for AEW I don't know you know how do you?
1: I think it would be good f- I think it'd be good for them I think the problem with AEW and I think I've said this you know, I said a few minutes ago it's just like you said they have a stacked roster but not everyone's on TV and if you have a character Who's not on every week. It's hard to connect to them. And build their stories. That's part of the problem. I think you're like. A, let's say if we left the world of wrestling. To a favorite TV show. Or something like that. You know we're doing the. the Fandelions, We're talking about Marvel or whatever. And let's say there's a Spider-Man TV show. But Spider-Man's only in it. It's six episode series. He's in episode one and four. It's not going to work. It's his show. He's a main character. There's a lot of main characters. On AEW. Who just aren't on enough. Like Roman, he's on a, he was on all the time. So you've built up the story. You know, the character, he can take a few weeks off now. AJ can take a week off now, but some of these ones who are just getting there and just getting established need to be on a lot. So when you, now you add Sasha, to the, oh she needs to be on every week though. You got to have her on Friday. She so got to be on Wednesday. Like you got to have these people on. And I get some of that becomes a stupid three on three tag team champion, uh, tag team match. That way everyone's on TV. But maybe they talk beforehand. You gotta build them these characters, and then see how they interact with each other. So, long story short, would it be a good signing for them? Absolutely. But they got to use them. Don't don't sign them and then sit them on the bench, and then we see Sasha uh, twice a month. You know, yes yeah, so, that's not that's not the smart move.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think uh, Sasha and Naomi should stay with WWE. Um, oh yeah. uh, with, with AEW's roster, like you said, you know
1: no nothing because right now they don't like i said they're gathering all the stuff all the all the toys but not really playing with all of them and i know some people were hurt and a hey, christian's doing some crazy stuff right now he's carrying that storyline by himself and i won't say by himself but you know attacking luke perry's kid and everything like that that's some good stuff happening there um but they have too many toys, and not everyone's getting the time that. Yeah, she they're better off back in WWE. You know, Sasha loves Hunter more than anything, um. So he might be able to talk her. Hey, listen, things have happened. Come on back. Maybe they can work it out.
0: Yeah, and, and it's not just Sasha and I mean, I think Hunter could get a lot of, of uh, released guys that you know got released. I think he can get them back.
1: Yeah, the um, I forget her name, but she was with Bailey um but she had been released and she got brought back i can't remember who came out with bailey at um re- at a uh, SummerSlam. i can't uh, her name.
0: I think of her name either you know yeah. what i'm
1: talking about right i can but i, I should have wrote down the names um but she like i said she's a perfect example if i could think of her name but i'm sure people listening are going i know what it is we, you guys are idiots but anyway right. she um <laughs> she was a free she was released and then he brought her right back and put her in a main storyline um and that's that's an example of what you're talking about so more of that can happen it's like i said it's exciting and when i first started talking to you about wrestling when i reached out to you because i was doing my podcast and i asked, i don't even know how we got in touch with each other and when i first time i came on here i said i told you like i said earlier in this this very show I wasn't really in the wwe anymore not for me blah 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 now, like I was excited to see SummerSlam, and then made me watch Raw. Two point two million. I was the only one who watched. Um, I'm excited about Wednesday to see what AEW does to counter. I should have watched NXT last uh, tonight, but I didn't know about it. I forgot about it, and I'm excited about Friday for both shows. Like this is a different time for a wrestling fan. A time
0: to be a little more excited. It's so weird to be excited for WWE. It yeah, just,
1: isn't it? <laughs> it's weird.
0: It just feels weird, you know. Yeah. It's been a while i mean who would have thought you know <laughs> that we're actually talking about you know SummerSlam was actually good my net raw was good it's Ooh. weird you get you know two shows back to back that are actually good when it comes from wwe
1: never happens and then when you said nxt and i, I literally it wasn't like you said it and i would have been like oh maybe i'll check it out i'm like oh that's right Hunter's doing that too i gotta watch that and i'm then i'm thinking as we're talking is it still DVR? i think it's still there i gotta go watch it I would not have done that if we had this conversation the first time I was on your show. I'm like, oh, you would have said it was good. I'm like, yeah,
0: okay, I'll check it out maybe. I don't know. Now it I want to get back to it. It definitely makes me want to watch NXT a lot more. Yeah. Like it, it, it's just it's a whole new feel and it's 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 different, but it's awesome. Definitely. And so it's like I said, you know, I hope they can keep this momentum going forward. I, yeah, I hope that we get some good. of those releases coming back you know there's there's a lot that could happen within the next few months yeah
1: I agree I think hopefully they can and you know just keep the stories going if Roman's out on every week he has a different contract that's fine build up other stories build up other people to face Roman so it doesn't look like we just have to grab Brock because it doesn't appear to be anyone who can challenge him you know for all the stuff about theory I did like that he was coming after the big dogs like he wasn't the I'm smaller than you, so I'm a coward. I mean, he was going at Roman, getting smacked around. He was going at Lassie, getting smacked around. But he was, like, going at him. He wasn't holding back. Like, you know, so I appreciated that part of it. So, you know, and like you said, we we both thought maybe he could win. Maybe he cannot win. And that's the unpredictability is the reason why we like wrestling, because we don't know what's going to happen. It's like anything else. You know, we're doing the, like I said, on the podcast, we're talking about Marvel movies. It's just as scripted as wrestling. It's just wrestling's in person. I didn't know how that's going to turn out some of these movies. And I don't even know the problem with, you know, recently with WWE is we knew the ending before you even sit down and watch the show. It's kind of like, uh eh, now I don't know what's happening. And that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, man. Um, and that's the problem with WWE, you know, back then was the predictability. Now It's like with SummerSlam, you didn't know what was going to happen. With Monday Night Raw, you really don't know what's going to happen. With Friday Night Smackdown's coming up. Nobody knows what's gonna happen, so it's it's crazy. But it, it definitely is intriguing because and, and it feels good to be a wrestling fan and actually not knowing what's gonna happen when it's WWE. Well normally we can predict ninety percent of what's going to happen. Yeah. Reviews aren't really that watchable because you know the same thing. So it's pretty cool, you know. Um I'm excited for SmackDown. Yes. I uh, I'm excited for the Drew McIntyre feud. Honestly, you know, Drew McIntyre's somebody that really didn't have a great run as champion. You know, this is during the pandemic, so right, if, yeah, that's right. If he is the one, um, it would make sense. Uh, like I said, obviously, I thought Brock Lesnar was gonna come out at SummerSlam. I thought he was gonna win. That wasn't WWE's plan. So now they're going with McIntyre versus. Roman Reigns. So, if if Drew McIntyre dethroned Roman, it definitely makes sense. They need to give McIntyre that run his champ deserved. Um, I think it's McIntyre's time. And if they're going to pick anyone to dethrone Roman Reigns right now, if it's Lesnar, it has to be somebody like McIntyre, somebody a strong babyface. You know, um, that's that's just my opinion.
1: I you know the only other options, and I agree with you. I think I think this will be great because you're right. His run was during the pandemic, and it wasn't even as memorable because there was no crowd, and he was doing the best he could. Um, he's gonna be completely over because this show is gonna be overseas, so he's gonna be completely over there. The only other, and now I know Hunter's probably gonna be working on building other baby faces to possibly be able to take on Roman or whoever, but with the exception of Uh, in addition to drew you have a healthy randy orton returning which would be a good thing against yes um that versus roman which was on the table pulled they have that card and you honestly you don't even need the belt to tell that story if if you have drew with the belt dealing uh dealing with some other issue and roman wants it but then randy comes back and says no you're gonna get back in line blah 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 now they're at it you can give me that um AJ Styles is the only other person I think you take it off Roman where it has built up Enough equity like okay I can see AJ Take it off him because it's it's AJ Styles of all people out of the out, Outside of those two Including Drew those are the only three you have So yeah using Drew would make sense I would like to see him win I think it would be great I know They're big on this story that you know Roman's had the championship for this long And you know it's a incredible Accomplishment I mean you know it, it's you know I, there's a line with me when it comes to incredible accomplishment because it's you know we know what it is and they're building this so it is I get it it's just weird but him to take him out that arena would pop it would definitely be shocking because no one's expecting him to lose and this is who I would give it to I would prefer him over Brock getting it because he'll be on every week
0: yeah, yeah. that's that's the last thing WWE is not a part time champion um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting you mentioned AJ Styles. You know that would that would be cool. And you know I forgot about Randy. Obviously he's out with an injury. Um, yeah. So you know that puts a new theory in my head. You know, what if plan is, you know, to have Roman go over Drew McIntyre until he's healthy to return, and then they can do the Roman versus Randy for the belt too. Yeah. 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 Or you could even
1: do the, like I said, Drew goes over. Drew is now being faced down by, you know, someone to be named later. I'm not really sure. But then Roman wants a, you know, a rematch. He's this. I had it for this long. But then Randy is back saying, nope, get to the back of line. And now there's, like I said, they're splintered off because, you know, he had his shot. You know, Randy should be it. And then so they can have a little feud. And then maybe because here's the thing. I I think I thought Roman was going to be lose the belt sooner because at one point, they want to say Roman Reigns is a four time, five time, six time champion because they like that sometimes. Yeah. But he's had it like, I think, twice, you know, or something. I'm not really sure if it would rain this, but it's so long he's not getting like the 13 time champ, whatever. So, like, not that it matters, but sometimes they do. So, you could have a feud with um, Roman versus Ranny for the simple fact that just you put those two names there, you have a feud, no belt involved. And then you have another title issue going on with Drew, and then later on, maybe Roman gets it back, and you just run Brandy back again. Like you can have multiple times facing each other, spread it out over six or eight months. You know what I mean? So right. There's A lot yeah. of different ways you can maneuver this between both shows, and and like I said, you know, it's exciting. Any one of these things could work.
0: And you got to. Cody Rhodes is also out with the oh, injury. Yeah. Wow, I totally you... forgot about that. Yeah, that's and another. There's always. One. Could be added to the mix. Um, I'm and I'm assuming that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins will continue their feud. I'm hoping that Randy Orton can return soon enough. Now, he's out with injury, and I heard last time I read that he things weren't looking good for him. So, um, time. But a, a Randy Orton versus uh, Roman Reigns feud would be awesome. I think, and you're right; they don't need to do it for a title. Um, just having those two in the ring—they're both great competitors, right? great heel randy orton can play both roles baby face or heel i prefer randy as a heel that's just me oh, yeah but um oh,
1: he could even be the baby face heel version of himself i mean it could simply be as much as the fact that he's the legend killer you're a new legend that's it that's all we yeah. need and that's all you need to put the match together yeah i have taking out legends in the past name everyone because you can now apparently they'll let you name people who are no longer there you are now a legend you had it for this long i've decided you're next or whatever now they don't even need the title. That story sells itself, you know. And then, and then you have other things happen. Then you can bring it back around. So, yeah, a lot you can do.
0: There's so many options. And, you know, it, it felt that whenever they put both titles on Roman, it's like, who's going to beat him? You know, who's we we even said before, what are they going to do? Right. And now it's like, when you think of all these other options, you know, there's, there's a returning Randy Orton, you know, Cody Rhodes is going to return soon. They can always put Seth Rollins. <laughs> so, um, So it definitely feels like with Triple H, the possibilities are
1: endless. Because here's the thing even with these names, if Vince was running it, I wouldn't think Vince would let them beat Roman. (laughs) So I wasn't even, you know, even if, if you said AG versus Roman or, or, randy versus roman i would have been with vince running it vince is not going to give it to randy because randy's you know i'm going to keep going or vince would never put aj over him because he's not he wasn't original you know because that's how we always assumed he would do it but hunter involved makes us think oh you know what he might actually let that happen this might actually occur this is a possibility versus a a dream scenario that you would create on like to the the wwe 2k video game hoping it happens this is something where we actually think you know what Hunter might actually do this and that's what's, that's what's different like you said that's what's with Hunter in charge as you just said a second ago it makes us think these things are possible when a month ago maybe we didn't think it would be possible I would have liked to see these matches but I would have thought Roman would have went over on everything and I doubt I would have been surprised now
0: I'm not sure. sure yeah the, the tables have definitely turned you know Vince Man, he definitely seems like the guy that just it's about what he wants what his vision nobody else's with triple h it, it, it seems like he's going to give the fans what we want you know before it didn't that it was just it was like i said it was vince's vision vince's ideas nobody right. can nobody can express their creative freedom with triple h um i i feel like he what we want you know he he's not this out of touch man you know and no disrespect events for the last few, hasn't really been a fan-friendly uh company so yeah. you know it's a possibility we could see all these matches i, I really think we could
1: um, yeah, I even, I just thought about Kevin Owens too. Like, there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. That can be. That. I mean, Kevin Owens is red, one of my favorites of all time, because and again, as I've stated on your podcast many times, I like people who can work in the ring, I like people who sell and have mic skills. That's pretty much it. Make it look like you're really getting hurt, and you can grab a microphone and talk. And Kevin Owens fits, checks every single box I could think of, and you could see him in this new zone because you know Hunter loves him too. Um. Being someone to be involved in about maybe not pin Roman maybe or he could even go after Drew because they're giving them more time for matches. They can put together their own thing. It seems more authentic. You know, again, a lot of possibilities. A lot of
0: possibilities. Yeah, and it's it's definitely to to, to think that way because just a few months ago when we were talking about who's going to dethrone Roman, it's like we didn't even know. Now we have no one. Really now nah, we
1: had no one. We were like, nah, they ain't gonna do it. And it's not even they ain't going to do it. It's Vince isn't going to do it. But, it's, you know. It's, it's and, Vince, yeah, it's Vince. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Now we're just like, ooh, this one. Ooh, this one.
0: It's weird. It's 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 definitely a weird feeling, you know. And and I'm hoping you, we can discuss, you know, more of this. Because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in a few months. So hopefully in a few months, if, you know, when we discuss this, we can have, you know, some positive things to say. Yes. Right.
1: Well, let me just correct you right there. I need to be on before a few months. Let's just stop that. Let's just shake that yeah, out I need to be on yeah. before a few months. Uh, yeah, of you know, course. I, I'm just saying, you know, for future... I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Right? I get you. I <laughs> yeah, anytime, man. So I'm not the bat signal. No, I'm in. This is fun. I love coming on to talk wrestling because, like I said, on our podcast, i are not really into wrestling. So I'm just... I don't know. Somehow I reached out to you or you found me. I don't know what it was, but now... I'm dying. I was all excited. I'm like, no, no, 11 o'clock. I got to go. We're recording the podcast. I was all excited. I got my notes ready. So it's fun. And yeah. it's a good time for, you know, to, to talk. Cause we were the last couple of times, it was just more doom and gloom kind of. Now I'm excited. So it's different, right? Different kind of energy.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it gives us a lot more to talk. And you definitely will be on, you know, before a couple of months, I'll probably have you <laughs> on another week or two because we definitely got to do that new day debate
1: yeah we do man because you you know and for those who didn't know i, I tracked you down online you in one of your last i think your last podcast was that new day should break up
0: episodes
1: yep and i sent you various messages on twitter the side messages, the dms I'm driving out to your house i'm in long island i'm gonna get on the car i'm gonna find <laughs> i was like nope nope we're not i'm not letting this slide and as much as I want to dig into it, I think that, like I said earlier in the podcast, that was how I was trying to, I was like, yo, get me back on. I want to talk. I want to talk. And then all of a sudden the Vince stuff happened. I'm like, "Ah, right, it's got to wait. So we will come back on and I will tell you why. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with you on the new day thing, but uh, we'll, we'll save it. I'm a little tease, a little tease for the next time.
0: And, and it's going to be interesting because we always agree. First time we yeah, actually be agree Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. It'll be to- totally I get it, you know.
1: Oh, it's going to be interesting. So I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for next time.
0: I can't wait for that episode, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um Yeah. I would like to find some things we uh disagree on more. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we do
1: because I mean, like I said on the podcast I do, and I know you said you've listened to a few of them. Um We at a and I know Mr. McDonald who's one of the teachers in the podcast since second grade and i'm in my 40s he came to my second grade birthday party he's been my best friend best man at each other's weddings known each other for years and when i tell you we have disagreed about so many things we've come to fights about it when we were little kids fist fights but then you know you're little kid you get in a fist fight and the next day you're friends I'm like All right, i'm sorry but we argue and bicker constantly on our podcast because we don't agree i don't even remember ever agreeing with him but that's what it is. It's just fun. We bicker, we argue. That's what you do with friends. You're my friend now, and I completely disagree with your take on New Day. And that's okay. We'll still be friends when it's over.
0: Right. <laughs> and
1: I ready? I will accept your apology when you admit you were wrong. <laughs> all,
0: right, all, right. all right. Um that, that's gonna be cool because uh, you know, the New Day, they've been together for a long time. Um so I'm interested to hear your take on it. Man. maybe go to
1: man, I'm not gonna go into it now. I'm trying not to, because you're saying <laughs> stuff already, trying to get me fired up. We're gonna come back. I tell you, as soon as you want to get on and do this, just give me even if it's a couple days. Just let me know. I'll you know we'll, we'll sit down. I have some reasons behind it, though. I mean, again, uh, hopefully, Be heals because you know them can him healing from his terrible injury. It's to the point now when I see anyone do a suplex like that, I I like cringe.
0: It's it's um yeah it's uh wasn't God. something anybody expected. Um, no, but it makes it. I always watch.
1: And I'm always thinking, man, if they didn't duck their head in, like I just because Brock did two of them last night on both of the Usos um, and one of them, like he didn't even get up high enough and he thankfully tucked his head in and the brother kind of helped him push over. Like, oh, it takes a second. So again, hopefully Big he heals so we can um, see him back in the ring regardless. But I,
0: I we are going to battle that out about why I think they should still stay together. From from what I read, it seems like Biggie will make a, a full recovery.
1: Oh, I haven't read that update yet, so that's good. Hopefully, yeah, that's true. That's yeah,
0: from what I read, at, from, uh, the last from what I have read is what Right. Like,
1: full recovery back in the ring or just full recovery. So, uh,
0: just from the surgery, I believe. Yeah, this was um, again is remained to be seen because obviously this is a horrific injury. You know, um, if yep. he doesn't step back in the ring, it makes sense.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Don't. It's not worth. that. you got a long life ahead of you. I plan to live forever personally, so I would not gonna do anything. If the doctors say you should do it again, you know, Biggie, I've listened to their podcast as well. Um, he can easily be doing them. He can easily be a color commentator. He can easily be helping people out backstage. He could find other stuff to do or whatever makes him happy. So that's, uh, you know, whatever works. It says,
0: and Xavier go." um we will have that discussion
1: yep (laughs) yes we will
0: yes we will but anyway man i'd like to thank you for being on um it's always great having you on i can't wait to have you on again
1: thank you for having me on so man anytime send the signal you know i'm there i like you we're cool never met you in person though but this is still fun
0: (laughs) definitely man you know i can't wait to get on your podcast as well before
1: yes yes we do i keep because we're trying to touch base on because i know you don't do as much pop culture other than wrestling um so i'm thinking i'm trying to think of something i had some ideas like wrestler we could talk about wrestlers appearances and shows like I, I was trying to think of something and i know you do a little horror but um i want to get you i want to get you on i definitely want to get you on
0: yeah, I, I think we talked about Dexter before. We're gonna do a Dexter episode. Yes, that's um, what we're gonna do.
1: We yeah. get deep, but you were gonna watch the the final of the um.
0: That's right. I still have to watch.
1: Yes, that's what it is. So ready, right, and none of them have ever watched this. So the second you watch the final, the the final, the ten episodes, the um, the reboot or revisit, I should say, of Dexter. When you're done, let me know, and you can come on. We'll do a little post observation review and break that down on our show. Perfect. Okay,
0: yeah I'll, I'll get right on that i'll probably watch it this week um a lot to talk about, man that's a great series uh oh, one of the best one of the best
1: had some had some rough we could talk about the series as a whole you know uh, the middle like most of these series sometimes they got they lost their way but when they had an envision of how they're going to wrap it up they wrapped it up and now we have this
0: so definitely we can do that can't wait yeah it's it's definitely gonna um, I like I said, like you said, like, um, I usually don't do a lot of pop culture, so this is different. I've done a lot of podcast appearances before, but it was mostly about wrestling, so this is different, you know. It's right, it's, it's out We're, of my box, but you know, it's something that I know a lot about. So,
1: we had, um, I knew you got to go, but this is one last thing. We had a fan who listened to our pop culture thing, a female fan, email us and say, Hey, you should watch Bridgerton. Bridgerton is a um, show on Netflix. It's about socialites during the 1700s or 1800s or something like that. They're wearing the fancy outfits and speaking in accents. It's just not. It's definitely not something we would normally. No one's beating each other up. It's it's not our cup of tea. But the fan reached out. Hey, try something completely different. It it's completely out of our wheelhouse. This is almost like a soap opera kind of show, aimed marketed mostly at women. But a fan reached out says, you know what? I talked to one of us, Mr. G. Mr. McDonald was trying to finish Stranger Things. So I said, hey, let's just watch. It's like two seasons. Maybe we can get it done. She called it a summer assignment. So we binged two seasons of Bridgerton over the course of maybe like five or six weeks. And I'm sure none of your listeners even know what this is. But it was a, it's a pretty big thing. Um, and believe it or not, I actually like the show. It's not even anything I would normally watch. It's the weirdest thing. It's like a socialite, like a, a, a soap opera kind of show. It was fascinating. So like I'm saying, getting outside the box and doing something different was definitely weird, but it was enjoyable. So we did that. We did a whole review of Bridgerton. It was one of our biggest episodes because apparently a lot of women love that show and everyone started listening. We had like way more, almost double our normal listeners, near triple, from just this thing because everyone's like, oh my gosh, I love Bridgerton. Let me hear it. And then some of them stuck around. So yeah, branching out, trying new things.
0: Yeah, I've actually heard Bridgerton was actually a really good show. I think you're the one that told me and and I, I wanted to check it out. I haven't got a chance to. I think it's on HBO Max, I believe.
1: No, no, it's a, it's definitely Netflix. But Netflix. it's definitely not yeah, but it's definitely not like a typical ready. Right? There's no explosions, there's no fights, there's no violence. It's not a fast and furious movie. It's it's very soap opera ish. But it was interesting. Like it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. You know, I can hey, I watch wrestling, so whatever. It's entertaining. <laughs> That's all.
0: I don't I don't know. Seen this show, but I actually heard that Ozark is a really good show. Have you ever heard of it?
1: Oh uh, yeah, we have to do Ozark as well. But um, Ozark is gr- it's also on Netflix. Ozark's a great show. Um, you, you have you seen it?
0: That's why I asked you. I didn't know if you ha- if you've seen it. I heard it was good. So I, Ozark's good. It's a- like,
1: did you see Breaking Bad?
0: I love Breaking Bad. Yes.
1: Okay, thank God. All right, because I would have I would be like, no, no, I can't believe you. All right, it's. It's in that same vein of characters who you're somehow rooting for, even though they're they're basically doing a bunch of shady stuff, which is what Breaking Bad into, turned into, which was a, one of my favorite shows, obviously, of all time. Yes, of course. Yeah. Ozark hits you strong where the main character is caught up in something, and again, yeah, I don't want to give it away, but you should definitely check it out. Again, it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, and by the end of the f- first two episodes, you'll be hooked. Because it, it it starts and just off like a rocket. So you definitely, yeah, check that one out as well. You know, and like I said, we're doing a lot of stuff coming up this week. With, um, you know, uh, the old man on FX is a great show about this. Uh, played by Jeff Bridges, who's like a wonderful actor, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, he plays a old spy who people are coming after him. And he's like, you know, almost Vince's age, honestly, in real life. Um,
0: so Jeff Bridges is ain't that the one that played Dumb and Dumber? Yeah,
1: really? uh, yes, I think so, but he's, he's much that old. I
0: didn't, I didn't think he was that old.
1: No, Jeff Bridges, wait, I don't think that's no, that's not the one from Dumb and Dumber. Now I'm not sure, okay. but um, <laughs> wrong person, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, oh, that's the, that's the other one, that's the other one, okay. No, Jeff Bridges is um, he is currently 72 years old, just looked it up, um, and he a hundred percent is amazing in this show about an ex-spy who they're coming after because he's been in hiding and they know his information so he's 72 years old and the fights are brutal it's not like a john wick where he's flying around in slow motion beating people up it's an old guy who's out the game he's back in the game and they just picked up for a new season um That show is just fascinating. I mean, there's a lot of different entertaining things out there. And when I realized I have a bunch of streaming apps and my kids have a bunch of stuff, and I might as well watch some of it, that was good. Ozark again was outstanding as well. Um, Yellowstone, there's a lot of good
0: stuff out there, yeah. About man, um, a lot of stuff that I never even thought, you know, until you mentioned. Um, I definitely like to see you guys. If I could throw an idea out there real for you guys in your podcast, um, yeah. I would definitely like to see you guys review the Child's Play series. Yeah,
1: so here's the deal: I work with two cowards, so they won't watch anything scary too much because they they they're a bunch of cowards. I'll say that right now. I will watch the Child's Play show, and if you have watched it, I you can come on and talk about. We can do horror, like I think you know what you need to do. You need to come on for like a Halloween theme episode. Oh, we can do awesome. Child's Play. We can do Dexter. We're gonna have like a whole theme in October of because ready they, again, they're both cowards, a bunch of wimps. Um, known them forever and they're just some scary cats. So like shaggy and Scooby and like whatever. <laughs> I'm like Fred, I'm not afraid.
0: Right. So right.
1: um I'll watch Child's play. If you, you've watched it, obviously, and um I watch Dexter and stuff like I get reset up. Maybe we can come on, we can talk about that, and bat it around. Cause there's a lot, yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe we can do that in October.
0: Yeah, we could even talk about breaking Bad as well. I've seen that series a thousand times. Oh. Finished uh season five of Better Call Saul today. Didn't finish that. Didn't finish that yet. I have to get to that. It's, it's um, if, if you've seen Better Call Saul, you know it's yeah. a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we haven't done Breaking Bad either. So definitely, I think we'll have you on. See, look, we figured it out. We figured out what you're coming on for. Yeah. I wrote down Breaking Bad. I got done some things. Um, But definitely, oh, Breaking Bad's a good one too. We uh, and Every Breaking one of us have seen that.
0: So good. That's one of the best series on Netflix, I think. Um.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be breaking bad too. So then I'm gonna get you on because the other guys are like, When's he coming on? I'm like, we're well, you know, we have to do horror and you two freaks are scared of everything, so we're trying to figure it out. But breaking bad, that'll be a lot of fun too. Did you ever watch Sopranos?
0: I haven't. I heard it I never seen it. It was
1: it was it was good. Um Yellowstone, which I mentioned numerous times on the show, was kind of like that where you're cheering for a group. You know, I, I find myself cheering for people who you shouldn't be cheering for. Breaking Bad was like that. Dexter was a serial killer. He's like that. When it's like that anti-hero that you're like, he should get arrested for this. Right. really not want especially, him to be caught.
0: Especially, especially Dexter. But Oh,
1: yeah. But they made him like, oh, he's killing innocent. He's killing villains. Okay, so it's okay. But then when he yeah. accidentally kills someone who doesn't deserve it, mm, you, we all justify it. I mean, I guess it's okay. So that, a lot of the things are like that. So there's so much stuff out there. But definitely Breaking Bad, we'll get you on for Breaking Bad and maybe do something Halloween-themed and stuff. It should be fun. Yeah, definitely. Just
0: set me a date, talk to your boys, yes.
1: and we'll get yes. something going. Get it going.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you for being on. got a lot to talk about within the next few weeks of wrestling. Obviously, you know I'm going to hop on your show. we got a lot to talk about there. So we will meet again. Definitely. I'll see you down the road. Definitely. All right, brother. We still got that uh, New Day debate coming up. Um, oh, can't unless, wait unless something else happens within wrestling, like you know <laughs> the man
1: situation. Um, we're not gonna discuss it in like 2025. Everything's gonna keep getting pushed back. Something yeah. keep happening every week, but that's okay. It'll be there when we need it. We're gonna break the glass. We're gonna pull it out. Because yeah, we definitely,
0: have, we definitely have a lineup though. So yeah. Uh, thanks for being on, man. I'll, I'll see you here shortly, probably within the next two. I'd like to have you on again real soon. Um, we got a lot to talk about.
1: Absolutely. Man, I'll talk to you soon. Hey, take care, buddy. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.